so bad for me again, and it seems so long since way back when she picked some honeysuckle on a summer stroll. Hey everybody, Garrett Anderson here, live at you for Thursday, March 22nd, 2018. It's been a while since I've done one of these, um, a lot to catch up on, so uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. I've got a fun announcement. My uh, uh, my wife's company does a conference every year, and I'm gonna get to go and perform on uh, one of their little cocktail cocktail hour events and then their award ceremony night. Um, I'll go play during the dinner hour on this nice big stage uh, in a ballroom and in a nice hotel in Dallas, Texas. So this is like uh, the most real deal gig that I've done. Um, and you can hear I'm nervous. Um, I was like super thrilled that the opportunity came up and I was like, all right, yeah, let's, let's pursue this. And I'm, I'm already starting to brainstorm some good ideas and just try to, um, you know, be, be confident and creative going into it. Uh, but also like do, you know, do the good job. So, um, a few logistics still to work out, but they, they gave the AOK on my estimated budget and, um, yeah, it feels pretty badass. Um, not going to lie, but, uh, really the, the I, I'm super impressed with my wife and how much uh, good work she's been doing and, and, you know, she's been doing with her team to get ready for this conference. So I almost feel, you know, I, I am just kind of the the Klingon that's going to go fly with her to Dallas and it'll be great. We get to take the kids um, and we're going to fly into Austin uh, where we've got some family and drop the kids off with them, go take care of the conference for a few days and then uh, swing back and get to see the family before flying back here to Phoenix. Um, it is officially sunscreen weather here in Phoenix. Um, I guess literally like the, the day or the, you know, the day of spring or the day before spring, um, I was outside and, and I'm start, starting to see a little color on my arms. I guess we're closer to the sun. Tis the season. So uh, yeah, we're officially in sunscreen weather. So I get to get in, uh, used to that smell again. Um, it used to make me excited cause it was like the smell of going to the beach, but now I smell it so often here in Phoenix that I'm just like, all right. Yep. That smells like sunscreen. It's the smell of safety. Um, and yet somehow back East, it's like, I think they've had three snowstorms in the last two weeks, these nor'easters coming through and just, you know, slamming everybody with snow. I've seen some cute pictures of, you know, my friends making snowmen with their kids and um, you know, being all cute and, uh, I kind of miss it. It's fun to visit the winter. Um, who knows? Um, all right. So I get to play the conference. Super excited. I'm super nervous. Um, that long pause there was me thinking if I should start over again. Cause I was just like, was I just talking about the weather? Um, time is precious. We, we don't need to talk about the weather on this. Um, so let's, let's not talk about the weather though. So I'm nervous about performing in front of all these people and, and at such a uh, formal occasion. So I'm going back into student mode. Hey, I just saw a cop drive down my street. That's unusual. A cop SUV car just drove down my street. Hope everything's okay. Hope they're not after me. Oh goodness. What if I was just like, oh shit, gotta go. <laughs> and that was the end of the podcast for this week or for this month. This is going to be kind of a monthly installment thing. Cause I'm just, I'm having so much fun and being so busy with performing and practicing, um, that, uh, you know, the, a monthly cadence for these feels about right. Um, unless we're inspired to do otherwise we, me and me and my muse. That's we, when I say we on this podcast, 
I mean, me and my muse. Um, hopefully she's not like one of those Greek goddess, uh, you know, Greek mythology tale muses that like makes the sailors crash into the rocks. I don't know. Isn't that one of those, the Odyssey or, or did Homer write something about muses being dangerous and nefarious? It's like, uh, didn't the guy have to like captain the boat with, um, uh, you know, something stuffed in his ears and a blindfold on so he couldn't hear their song. It's like, no, don't call to me muses. I need to go live my life. Return to Athens or something. It's been a long while since I've brushed up on Greek mythology or Roman mythology. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I keep looking back over at my bullet points. I'm like, all right, stay on topic. Stay on topic, Garrett. Come on. Do, 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 do. So I've got to be careful about my song selection for um, the conference. I don't want to sing anything too, too Debbie Downer-ish. Um, I've got some concepts that I, that I think will help me kind of carry through. I'm going to be pretty deliberate about which songs I, I get ready. But, uh, but man, I'm going into student mode. I'm listening to a lot of different music watching guitar tutorials, trying to pick up some licks. And I, th I think the idea is to really push myself now so that I can, um, you know, go back into the comfort zone when we're there and the comfort zone will be even more badass. Um, so learning a lot of tunes, trying to pick, pick some things up. I'm going to play a lot of like older Texas, you know, country tunes. So it'll be fun to learn those and have an excuse to learn them. But, uh, but yeah, it's very humbling and I'm very nervous. So by, by default, I'm like, okay, be humble you know, go, go study up on some music again. I was watching this John Mayer video the other day, apparently, I think two years ago, he posted something on Instagram live, which was him just talking about guitar, uh, you know, riffing and playing, playing some bluesy stuff. And man, he just goes off and it was really, really impressive and really humbling. Uh, kind of reminded me of seeing Bela Fleck and the Flecktones when I was in high school with a buddy, we drove up to Philly. I think that was, uh, my buddy McMullen who uh, I, I've, I've talked about on the podcast before, too, because we got to go to that One Republic uh, show. He's, he's working for them right now. Pretty badass. What's up, Dave? Um, and uh, we went and saw Bela Fleck and the Flectones, and I came home, and I was like, I was equally tempted to burn my guitar, you know, just, just smash it into a million pieces and, uh, you know, sweep the pieces up into a little pile and pour gasoline all over it and burn it. Um I was equally tempted to do that as I was to strap it on, um, you know, have a beer and stay up for the next three hours, just finger picking and plucking, um, you know, getting somewhere where there was a mirror nearby so I could watch my fingers and really think about what I was doing and, um, you know, make sure just kind of make sure to hustle at it, which is a super fun thing about music and golf. I'm finding, I'm mad obsessed with golf right now. I uh, got to get my, got to get my swing straight. Um, it's, uh, I've been hitting them pretty good recently. I, I've recently added the driver and the three wood into my bag. I used to just hit irons off the tees, but I'm, I'm trying to add a little distance off the tee. Every shot you, uh, you, you hit off the tee, um, and you use your putter. So, I figure if I can be pretty good at those uh, and the middle ones don't completely fall apart on me while I'm working on the the short game and the long game, then I should be able to score okay. 
But uh, similarly, you know, to music and golf, it's there, there's always somebody better than you. And it's always fun to, to look up at them and, and chase them and be inspired by them. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in student mode and I hope it pays off. I, I'm sure it will. Um, worst case scenario is it doesn't pay off, but at least I prepared. It would be shitty if, if I had some sort of bad experience or didn't feel like I lived up to my potential or didn't, you know, earn my keep, so to speak, then it's much better that I prepare now, um, so that I don't beat myself up too up, or, uh, beat myself up or feel guilty about that later. But, uh, no, it should go fine. If, as long as the logistics come together and my health stays up, I'm kind of like nervous about, you know, what if I get a sore throat or something, or what if I get a cold? It's like, oh, whatever, man. You, the, the day of, you can power through it. You know, have some tea, have some medicine. And if it really all goes to hell, then, hey, that's kind of out of your control. But, you know, try, try to get your sleep and your exercise leading up to the event. Eat healthy. Um, speaking of eating healthy, I've got some updates on some gigs that I played. Um, uh, played the Vegan Fest and, and this Veg Fest last weekend. Um, well, the Vegan Fest was several weekends ago, and then Veg Fest was last weekend. Um, but before that, I played a Day of Hope Fest, which was for the Arizona Community Cancer Support Network um, group. Um, I think I butchered their name a little bit. Uh, Arizona Cancer Support Center. I think that's what it is. And it was a nice time, really nice time. One of the highlights of the performance for me was I've been playing Alyssa Cara or Alyssa Cara, Scars to Your Beautiful. Um, that's the song that's like, there's a hope that's waiting for you in the dark. You should know you're beautiful just the way you are. And you don't have to change a thing. The world can't change its heart. No scars to your beautiful. I don't actually know what she means by no scars to your beautiful. Um, I was like, what, what does that mean? But the rest of it is, is very straightforward. So it's kind of cool that she throws in that little with scars to your beautiful. It's like, what, what do you mean by that? It forces you to think a little bit. But uh, I, de I dedicated that song to my, my, my young daughters. And uh, in fact, if you want to hear me sing that song, I posted a live, a Facebook live of one of my recent gigs at Wild Vines. And I sung it on there. So you can go check that out. It's, it's on my Facebook page. G Anderson Music, I think, is, is what that's under um, at Facebook. But uh, I was singing that song and I could tell that some some... Some people around there knew it and were tuning in and singing along. And I was singing some line, um, probably somewhere in the second verse. It's a pretty, pretty powerful second verse. Um, and I, I gave myself like shivers, like goosebumps on my arms um, while I was singing. And it was so refreshing. And I was just washed over by this really nice rush of like, wow, this is meaningful. Like this message is important. And it's cool that I'm using my voice and my instrument to, you know, promulgate that message, um, to put that message out into the world and promulgate makes me think of pomegranate, pomegranate. <laughs> I got up in my head about if promulgate was the right word. I think it is. Who knows? Webster. Webster's Dictionary. Um, so it was humbling to, to, to go volunteer my time and go play that uh, Cancer Support Day of Hope, um, Celebration Day of Hope thing. And, it, you know, it was very comfortable for me to to get to go play somewhere where I, I'm not expected to bring a lot of people. And it's just like a mellow thing. People were getting snacks and doing 
you know, cakewalks and uh, there were some animated characters there. Animated characters. I mean, characters from animated movies like the the Frozen chick and an X-Men uh, chick. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really nice to get to do that and to, to feel those goosebumps through music again. Um, I think when I've, I've been hustling so much at music and it's just such a, it's a daily part of my mental uh, and, and sort of spiritual being that, uh, you know, there's times where I kind of need to put it down or, or sort of refocus on what it means to me and, and how it hits me. And it was nice that it, that it really hit me like that again. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I got to play this vegan food festival and I was really impressed with how well organized it was. I felt like a badass. Like, it's kind of nice to play these things that are, hey, we'll have a stage there for you. You know, you, the sound will be there. Just show up with your pedal board and plug in and quick sound check and off you go. Um, you know, that's nice. I'm, I'm used to being the one man show, taking care of all the logistics and the sound equipment and not having a sound guy there to help run the sound or anything. That's kind of my go to, you know, one man show thing. And yeah, it was cool to go play the festival, but I was the VIP hour early in the morning and, um, I get there and I, I, I go to the performer parking lot where I can load out and I show them my parking pass and they're like, Hey, sorry, man, the lot's all full, but you can go find street parking pretty close. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Even when it feels formal and official, it can still go south. So I was like, ah, oh, boo hoo. Um, and also that was cutting into my time. You know, I'd given myself about a half hour to arrive and park and get to the, get to the stage and, you know, tune up. And then now I've got to go find parking and I'm like, Oh shit, dude, I'm cutting this too close. Am I going to, am I going to find a spot? And I did find a spot, got to the place on time, even had time to go take uh, a little morning, uh, a little morning poop, um, which had to happen. If I had to hold that in during the performance, Ooh boy would have been a tight, you know, it would have been an uptight performance as cheeks clenched kind of performance. That's when I know I'm, I'm, that's when I know I'm nervous and not flowing is when my ass cheeks are all clenched up. Um, so fortunately I did get to go use the porta potties and there's, there's nothing, but if you have to use a porta potty, there's nothing better than using a fresh one. Um, it, I was, the, I think that was, I was the first one to add a little something to the porta pot situation and I got them started right. Um, if, if nastiness is the scale, uh, I got them started. I got, I got them started real right. All right. Sorry. This is degraded into poop jokes as it always does. <laughs> That's, this is, I mean, if you can't laugh about poop, um, life is going to be pretty long. Um, so I was playing, I was playing the vegan fest and, you know, there was a, a few people there for the VIP hour, which was cool. And I remembered, cause it's been a while since I played outside and like in the daylight that it's a little hard to see your led pedal, um, led lights on your pedals. So on my guitar pedal board, I don't have, I don't have much right now. I'm, I'm going into a tuner and then into an overdrive, uh, no tuner delay overdrive wah and then another delay I can mess with and then into a looper and then out um and most pedals have a little light indicator on it so you can look down and if it's glowing yellow that means you've stomped on it or you know glowing red that means you've stomped on it and they stomp it again and then the light goes away so that's kind of an indicator for you to to see if if it's on or off 
And it, it was a little hard to see those indicators. Also, there's a little digital display on my looping um, pedal, which is an RC35 by Boss. Just a little uh, two-channel two looper thing. And it was hard to see those. So I didn't play with my pedals too, too much that day. But, uh, but that's okay. I got a couple loops going. And um, man, I've been having such a great time singing Call Me Al. And I've added in a little bit at the end where I'll loop, um, I'll loop the groove. And then there's that call me out, call me out. That little melody, I've, uh, I've picked it out on the guitar and I'll kind of play that, play some lead, then get back to singing. And it, it really kind of, it has expanded that song nicely for me and uh good good vibes good vibes tune um i had some vegan food while i was at the vegan food festival i had uh, for lunch i had a roasted cauliflower taco um that had mashed it was so it was a little tortilla uh with a little bit of mashed potatoes um some some nice spicy roasted cauliflower some red onions and some sprouts and uh, I had probably some chickpeas or something. And it was pretty good. Um, you know, it had a nice crunch and a nice kind of zesty spice to it. Um, it wasn't too filling, but it, but it felt substantial. Um, ooh, the cop just left. The SUV of the cop just left. I can only see out like a sliver of my window. And I, I just saw him drive by. So uh, hopefully the, uh, we can, we can, uh, we can, breathe a sigh of relief now the police isn't here for me okay unless unless they're gonna sneak in the back they're gonna come through the windows oh jesus the swat team's here um anyway so the the vegan taco was pretty good um and while i was sitting there i i got you know i was just kind of rolling solo that day sat down um and there was a nice asian couple next to me and across the the little picnic table there was, uh, a, you know, a young woman or, you know, middle-aged woman and a middle-aged dude. And they, they were kind of sitting there and he, he walks off to get his pizza and we, we all kind of strike up a conversation. They're like, yeah, how's the taco? I was like, it's actually pretty good. And there's mashed potatoes on it, which you wouldn't expect, but, uh, it's, it's nice. It gives a little bit of like, uh, you know, a little bit of wetness to, to the taco and, you know, a little creaminess and it's good. And, uh, this woman is like, yeah, so we used to live in Maui and now we live in Tucson and blah, blah, blah. And then the, so the woman across uh, the picnic table said she used to live in Hawaii. Now she lives in Tucson. And the, the Asian woman that was sitting next to me is like, oh my God, uh, I follow you on Instagram. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And you're so beautiful in person and your home is so beautiful. I just love your picture. And I was like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Uh, so apparently this woman has like a Instagram account and, you know, has some, you know, vast social following. Um, I don't know what it is. I wasn't able to kind of figure that out. And I was just kind of, I don't know, too embarrassed to ask, or I was just so excited that they, they actually hooked up in real life. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I just saw like a digital connection turn into a real connection. That was really interesting to me. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe there is hope of using like social media in a way that's still like healthy and productive. But, um, oh yeah, right now the, the, all the news is about Facebook and how it, um, Cambridge Analytica was using Facebook data to, to help 
Russians or I don't know uh, to help sway the election or um, basically too much private information or, or you know personal data and information is is being sold out of Facebook or farmed out of Facebook and it's not it's not great it's not good people are getting targeted marketing from analytics companies that know like based on personality traits how are you going to respond to something and who should we target to make sure that they go out and vote a specific way or you know basically just manipulate people into doing something that is is serving a a different um, potentially uh, nefarious or or undemocratic purpose um, some sort of authoritarian purpose and it's not good um but uh, this woman i guess she had an account of um you know improvements that she does around the house or gardening or decorations or something and she posts stuff on instagram and this nice little asian lady next to me was like oh my god i follow you and they had this whole moment and it was it was very nice and um just kind of you know walked away from that one i i to to be honest i did try to find her instagram account i was like i was like maui to tucson and i searched on that and i d- didn't see anything that looked like um what i was expecting based on how they how they interacted but uh anyway um it was uh it was it was a pretty good time and then after i had some lunch i was getting ready to wrap up and i was like you know what i saw this the, one of the food trucks there was a coffee truck i was like yeah i'll go grab some like vegan coffee or something um so i guess you you use alternative milks you don't use cow milk when it's a vegan coffee for half and half or creamer um i think i got mine with almond milk uh and i'm standing there in line for the coffee truck and i've got my badge on it i had a lanyard on that said performer and this woman was standing there and she she sees my performer badge and she goes Hey, did you play here today? I said, yeah, I played earlier from like 10 to 11. So it was the VIP hour. There weren't too many folks here, but it was a good time. And now I'm just enjoying and, and wrapping up, grabbing a coffee to, to hit the road. She was like, well, I'm so glad we bumped into each other because I'm booking for a veg fest um, in, you know, in the middle of March. I was like, ah, oh, fantastic. I would love to do that. So serendipitously, um, I just got nervous that I told this story on the podcast already. I'm I'm losing track of time and what I've said before because it's been a while. I but anyway, the the point being, I made myself conspicuous as a performer and she noticed it and hired me to go play these gigs over uh, you know, last weekend. So last weekend was Saturday was St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Salante. Salante. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Salante. 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 Schlante? I don't know. But um, cheers. That's how we say it here in America. That's how we say it here in America. We say cheers. You put up your glass, you say cheers here. This is my country. Um, St. Patrick's Day, I played uh, from like 3.30 to 5 outside at uh, another kind of vegan food festival. And uh, this is now my scene, apparently. I'm, I'm, I'm ingrained in the vegan festival scene. Um, and this one was fine, too. It was just set up on the, you know, kind of on the street near all the, the food tents and different, you know, vegan causes and, you know, free the pigs and 
or, or pig sanctuary and, you know, soaps that are vegan and I don't know, all sorts of stuff that's animal product free. And, uh, between those two events, one of the things I noticed was, uh, some, some pretty funny t-shirts. There's kind of this culture of, of, uh, you know, cool t-shirts that promote your vegan cause, but some of them have a lot of profanity on them or, or, you know, something it's like edgy. You know, they're like, hey, you know, we're real nice to animals, but that doesn't mean we're not edgy. Um, two, two of the examples that come to mind are, um, <laughs> one, well, the, the one that jumped out at me was fuck meat. Um, and I was just like, oh man, like, I'm glad my, my seven year old isn't, or is she eight now? I'm glad my daughter isn't over here. Um, cause she could read that sound it out. And even my five-year-old could sound it out. There's just giant letters on the shirt. This is fuck meat. F you fuck. Okay. Fuck. That's fuck. 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 That's my impersonation of my five-year-old trying to read that word. And then the other one that I saw was, uh, was eat pussy, not meat. <laughs> And I was like, guys, this is a public event, like in the daytime. What are, we, what are you doing wearing these shirts? Like, I am really glad that I don't have my kids here right now to, to notice that. But then on the, on the flip side, I'm also glad you're wearing it because it's funny and, you know, provocative and, you know, supports your cause. Um, yeah, so while I'm not full-blown vegan, but I, I love that there's this group of people that have a cause and they're like doing it. They're living their they're living their values, and that's cool to see. Even if it's something that I think you know maybe their their values are. I I feel like they're they're in the right they're aligned in the right direction. Maybe just took it a little a little far. Um, but I think you need that extreme example of someone saying no, like any animal suffering is bad. Um, you know, to really kind of rally the troops. So, I mean, I was respectful those days. I, I didn't roll up with, a, you know, a Whopper Jr. and a spicy chicken, um, which, would, which would probably be my order if I got Burger King on the way there. Get something cheap off the value meal, value menu. I threw out some coupons. We got some, some mail, brought in the mail, and we had some cup- coupons. Coupons? We had some coupons. Do you have some gray coupons? Um, we had some coupons for Burger King and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I should just throw this out so that I'm not tempted to go to Burger King and, and feel good about it, but then eat it and feel really bad about it. Got to step, I'm stepping on the scale these days. Got to keep it in check. It's a little too easy to slip off the, uh, the edge of the cliff with the old body mass. <laughs> Uh, I played one other gig at a community called Vistancia out here in Arizona. It was way far away. It took me like 45 minutes to drive there um, on the west side of town, uh, like northwest of where the Phoenix Cardinals Stadium is, so so pretty far, or maybe just north of where that is. But uh, it was planned planned community for mostly 55 and up, I think. And I got to go play in their little library slash community room. And the most, uh, one of my takeaways from that gig was it was very different to try to run my sound in a room that was all carpeted. 
there the all so much sound was getting just absorbed by the carpet and that's different than most pubs and like outdoor gigs where the sound is just bouncing off the street and going up into the sky um so it, it was a little tricky to dial in the sound there i don't I honestly don't know how good it sounded out to the room, but everybody was really nice and singing along to the songs they knew. I finally did it. I did it by request. This guy who helped put on the gig um, and found me online to book the gig, he he had some ideas of songs that I could play. I sent him my song list, and then he came back with even more ideas, one of which was Sweet Caroline. Ba-ba-da-ba. Um, good times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good. I've been inclined ba, 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 to believe they never would. So I damn do ba do do ba do ba do do ba do da ba da da ba da ba da da ba da. So I learned that a uh, little bit on guitar, the intro bit. And uh, it was really fun to sing it. Is it uh, now that I'm now that I'm better? It's a little easier to perform. I never tried to learn it, but I, I think I was always a little intimidated to learn it, and then a little judgy too about just like, oh my god, not Sweet Caroline again. Oh. And I also associate it with Boston, probably because of um, uh, you know Fenway Park. I feel like they sing that song there at the games. So as an Orioles fan, I've always kind of hated Sweet Caroline. And um, yeah, but I I learned it for this guy. He was like, I thought it might be fun for you to end the first set with Sweet Caroline. It's a song that a few of us like to sing along to. And I was like, sure, man. So I learned that tune and and played that for them. And um, it was a a little two-hour gig. I took a 10-minute break and it was pretty easy, pretty fun. Um, And it paid well because I was like, who are you? What do you want me to do? Okay, what, how far away is? Oh my God! Okay, so and I got to bring my own stuff. Okay, so uh, you know this is how much the first hour is, and then each hour after that is this much. Um, but uh, we'll put on a good show. It's kind of it's kind of how I I book the uh, the corporate slash private stuff. Um, but you can always ask for a discount, <laughs> and I'll say no. That's my price. That's what I'm worth. If I don't say that I'm worth this, then no one ever will. I have to value myself in a way that makes other people value me. Um, so, yeah. What else is going on? I talked a little bit about the Facebook scandal. I don't really want to talk any Trump. I think the the headline I saw on my phone today was the Dow crashes 700 points on news that Trump will impose tariffs on China. Uh, okay. I hope I hope things don't go to shit. You know what else I've been hearing a little bit lately? Um, I listen to the Sports Junkies out of DC. Their uh, podcast I listen to. Um, keep up on Washington sports, even though I'm not a Redskins or Nats fan. I uh, listen to them for the guy talk, you know, um, and they have a, a sponsor in between some of their podcast segments that's Rocket Mortgage, and they've been having some commercials on TV too, and they're literally like, is your credit, uh, is your, you know, is your credit score, you know, damaged from mismanagement of your funds in the past? Well, have we got a mortgage for you? 
with Rocket Mortgage, it's easy and it's forgiving for, and you know, I'm like, wait, wait, what are we giving? Are we giving mortgage loans out again to people that can't afford them? Wasn't that the problem back in 08, like 07, 08? Kind of remember that? Anybody? Didn't we kind of learn our lesson that people shouldn't be borrowing more than they can legitimately pay back? Because things defaulting are generally bad. Um, I'm So I'm confused about this. Uh, have they figured out the correct way to bundle up a bunch of bad credit uh, in, a, in a way that's good in the long run? Uh, or are they somehow capitalizing on, you know, uh, short memory and, and deregulation? I don't know. The fucking, the way the world works is getting, it's, it's getting to, I'm starting to check out a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm not checking out entirely. I'm, I'm checking in locally and on stuff that matters to me. But then the rest of it, I'm like, eh, I don't really know that much about it. That that might be bad. That might be good. But um, I, I will try to live my life in a way that is uh, productive. I hope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's a Bill Burrism there. There's been a few of those today. He's, he's a big influence of mine when it comes to podcasting. And uh, all right. So let's um, let's wrap it up. I really had a good time rambling into the microphone here and I hope it was fun and I'm nervous about conference, but that's why I need to buckle down and get back to work. I need to teach myself some country songs right now. I hear the train coming, coming round the bend. I ain't seen nothing till I, I don't know when. Well, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I got to figure out what key to sing that in because then he goes way down in San Antonio, which is a little low for me. I'm no, no way down to San Antonio. Um, <laughs> I got to figure out the right key so that that doesn't just get really bad. I, bet. I hear the train running, running around the bend, way down in San Antonio. I probably don't have to go that high. Somewhere in the middle. We'll kick a field goal between those two uprights and, and try to try to score three points. Alright, uh I'll talk to you later. Adios, peace. Wouldn't take another step until I took a taste of what my little visit intact. Just a drop upon a tongue, she could hear her mother's father's laugh. So I closed my eyes and took a sip And she said, baby, you hear him I apologize sincerely that I came She wanted so badly To share with me her memory She wanted so badly for me to know Why she would need a moment, cause I'd need a moment too When something got us thinking about that great man But life is busier these days, the needs are curds, the wants are away And we've yet to cross off visiting texts But I don't like to dwell in facts, we're building memories from scratch And honey, well I'm damn proud 
Cause I ain't fool enough to ask a genie for another wish Or look too long at Texas on the list She wanted so badly To share with me her memory She wanted so badly for me to know So bad. 